Have you ever had a goal that something you just, you want so much that you're willing to just work until you get it, but no matter what you do, it just seems to elude you and you can never quite get there. This, this is kind of where I feel at the moment. I, I feel stuck. Uh, I feel like I'm <laughs> slamming my head against a wall. I, I feel like I'm right at the edge of what I need to understand to really uh, make my uh, entrepreneurial journey just take off. But for whatever reason, I, I just I can't get through this this barrier. And uh, it's like I've said in my la- in my my videos and uh, in my last one, I I shared that. I have Asperger's syndrome and that I, well, it's really hard for me to learn things in general. And this has been a really big challenge for me. And I feel, uh, I, I compare to everything, everything I learn is like walking through a fog. And eventually I get through the fog, but I'm trying to learn things as I go. Not really able to see anything until I finally Something clicks, I break through, and I'm able to continue learning where everything makes sense. And right now, I just, I feel like I'm smack dab in the middle of that fog. And I I, I don't know which way to turn or which way to go. I, I just feel stuck. You know, part of it could be the fact that it's uh, three in the morning, and I've been sitting at my computer for the last couple hours. I'm starting a new YouTube channel and trying. Uh, I'm following a program that's supposed to help me get the channel up and going uh, in a way that is meaningful to help it be discovered. Uh, and I sat there for two hours because I wasn't sure what content I should be creating. Uh, I, I sat down, I wrote in what I want the channel to be, and then when I went to go create the channel trailer, I just, nothing. I, I had no ideas. I, I couldn't figure anything out, and after a couple hours, the only thing that I could do was, only thing I think to do was record a episode, uh, record a vlog f- episode for my other YouTube channel, which is literally, it's literally just a journal, it's a, a vlog, and then sit down and record this podcast. Uh, my, my, if you can't tell by now, this podcast is less about like telling you how to be successful with business. It's more a place for me to share what I'm going through as I am learning this process. I Maybe it is in its own way marketing a little bit, but I feel like there's so many businesses that pop up and there's just so much that does not get seen and experienced on the back end of starting a business. And I I thought perhaps it would be an opportunity to share my, I guess, uniqueish experience doing this as someone who has high functioning autism and is also going through this entrepreneurial process and maybe that eventually someone will gain something from this that will help them as well and maybe eventually I'll find my voice and actually be able to sh- share things I feel really perhaps have some 
some different value, some positive value, because right now I feel like I'm struggling to share value. But this means a lot to me. This, this, uh, I grew up in a family where neither of my parents had college educations. Uh, my, my parents had eight kids, my mom. I'm grateful stayed at home with us because we probably would have been a mess otherwise. Uh, my mom and my father did everything in his power to provide for us, and it it was hard that we were eight people in a three bedroom house with one bathroom most of the time. On rare occasion, we found ourselves in a house with two bathrooms, but we never had more than never ever had more than three bedrooms the whole time that I was growing up. Uh, it was usually my parents in one room, uh, four boys in one bedroom, and four girls in the other bedroom. And occasionally we got to be too much. Some of us would sleep on the floor in the living room or on the couch. And that, that was my life growing up. And I, um, we didn't have a lot of money. There was a lot of rice and beans and tortillas. But for the most part, I had a happy childhood. There, there were rough things, but I have a lot of happy memories. I also choose to prioritize the happy memories because... They're the ones that are going to help me move forward in life. But I, I didn't want the same lack of quality of life that I experienced for my own children. And so I've worked really hard to put myself through college and get a good education and to work jobs where I made good money up to the point where I just dreaded getting up every morning. I, I, I hated getting up every morning to go to work. I, I was miserable. And it wasn't just, it wasn't, I honestly had no issues with the work itself. It was the fact that I struggle socially in a lot of ways specifically one-on-one. -on -one. Like, I can get up in front of a group of people and talk, and I'm pretty comfortable doing that. But uh, I'm not just someone with Asperger. I'm an extremely introverted Asperger to the point where I require very little social contact. That makes it a little hard for my wife. We were actually, I was actually diagnosed after we'd been married for seven years uh, six and a half, six and a half years. And I suspected at one, started suspecting after a couple years into my marriage, uh, because I share a lot of the same quirks and similarities that my brothers who've all been diagnosed have, but I, I hadn't lived around them for several years. And so I had no reason to suspect, but as I got older, even from a distance, I began to cat, uh, pick up on their quirks. I began to see them in myself. And eventually I went to see a psychiatric nurse for depression and anxiety. And <laughs> it turns out that part of the reason for my depression and my anxiety was I didn't know how to cope with my um, Asperger tendencies in a world that says that I should be a certain way when my biology is saying that that's not how you function. Uh, I, 
And from that, I, I, I've learned a lot of things. Man, I'm stuttering a lot tonight. But I, I've learned a lot of things. Like, uh, I, I believe a lot of people, pretty much, I believe everyone comes into this world with challenges that they just have no control over. Like, I, I'm not really one of those people who believe that, for example, gay people, uh, I don't think that as a general they choose to be uh, gay. And the reason I say as a general is I I knew one girl who um, was having relationships with guys, and at one point she, she had a few too many that just went were, were bad, and she said, that's it, I'm going to be gay from now on. And, you know, I've often wondered, did she, like, literally choose to be, or did she, or was the cause of her bad relationships the fact that she was, and she was in a world that was saying she should be straight, and she was trying to be straight. And, you know, I, I don't know. But ultimately, I believe that people come into this world with challenges that they are not going to have control over, whether it is they come into this world uh, with high-functioning autism or they come into this world uh, gay. And they, in both of these scenarios, you're in a world that says you have to be a certain way. Uh, I'm not saying, I want to be clear, I'm not saying I believe it's wrong for someone to be born that way. I'm saying you're born into a world that is going to be challenging because you came into the world a certain way, if that makes sense. And, I mean, right now we've got the whole, uh, there's the Black Lives Matter movement going on, and uh, to me, a lot of it's the same kind of thing. It's like the the black people, uh, a lot of this is the result of hostility that is extended from their ancestors who were slaves in America. And a lot of it is emotional scars. The country has not ever actually resolved. And so they were born into this world with a challenge that is the color of their skin. And the world perceives them a certain way. And they experience racial inequality as a result of it. I mean, I'm Hispanic. I'm part of a minority as well. I am, but I I have a lot of Spanish blood in me. I have people who can't even tell I'm Hispanic by looking at me because my skin is so fair. And I'm not always sure what to make of that. But when I, uh, I've tried listening to both sides of the argument for Black Lives Matter, and the only thing I can think of is a discussion I had with my wife when we were first married. Uh, and I think I mentioned this in a previous episode. I may have recorded it, not uploaded it. I don't remember at the moment. But she, she was upset about something, and she didn't want to talk about it. And... The, the the point is the, the this is the point is I remember looking at her and telling her it doesn't matter if I think this is silly or not or something that should be talked about or not the fact is this is bothering you and that makes it something that needs to be talked about and something that needs to be addressed I, I feel like 
If our country had that mentality, this is a problem. And whether or not I feel like it is, the fact that you're experiencing this makes it something that needs to be talked about. Makes it something that not not just needs to be talked about, but needs to be resolved. That That's what I told my wife when we had that discussion. It's like, we'll talk about this. We'll do something about it. We'll figure out a way to resolve this. And that that's what we've did, and it's set a pattern for our marriage. Can you imagine uh, how, how this country would be affected, like like this the the Black Lives Movement? Um, that there's inequality. People are struggling not just from race, but like sexual orientation, um, gender equality, and all, all these other things that people are struggling with right now they're having problems with their problems because people uh, other people will not acknowledge that you know this may not be something that i feel is a problem but it's something that is a problem for you and so and i'm using uh me and metaphorically in this example i believe these things are problems uh but anyways uh, a person might say, if a person could say, I don't feel this is a problem, but the fact that this is a problem for you makes it a problem and makes it worth being uh, something that needs to be talked about. It makes it something that needs to be resolved. Just those three statements could change so much in this country. And if people would be willing to let go of their pre- preconceived notions of how things should be, then we could work together to make all kinds of change. Anyways, I, I've I've strayed from the topic that I sat down to talk uh, to talk about, but at the same time, I, I think it's fine. I've been wanting to say something about those, anyways. And for me, it boils down to people need to be willing to talk, and people need to be willing to listen. And there are so many people who are willing to talk, but there are not nearly enough people who are willing to listen or take take the problem seriously or do something about it. And I'm not just talking about the movements going on right now. I'm talking about people in, uh, as far down as their personal lives to as big as problems as societal ones. People have got to be willing to listen and they've got to be willing to act because sometimes you're not the problem and sometimes you are. And you you will figure it out if you look at yourself retrospectively. Anyways, sorry. Back to the topic. Well, not sorry because those are my genuine feelings. But back to the topic. Uh, I, I feel like I'm so close to figuring this out. I, I love art. I love technology. I love telling stories. I love writing... I love writing rap. Um, I'm not not very good at it, but I love writing it. It's a hobby. It gives me something to do that's a little bit different than the other things I like to do. It's an outlet. And so I've got all these things I like to do and that I'd be... But at the end of the day, what I really want to make a living at is doing art. And I'm so frustrated with my injured right hand I was looking at some of my older art today from a couple years back, and 
I, I'm about on par with it with my left hand, albeit very, very slow in, in what time it takes me to draw. Uh, something with my right hand, it takes me three to four times longer to accomplish it with my left hand right now, and then the lines are still squiggly. Um, but the squiggles have gone down a lot. There's a lot more straight lines than there used to be with my left hand. And uh, I'm still working at filling my notebook. I've got a notebook that I'm just writing with my left hand, and I'm working on uh, filling that out. So things are coming along. But at this stage, I think I really need to figure out what is most important to me, what is going to carry me through this entrepreneurial process and help me achieve my goals so that I can provide for my family, what's going to let me contribute to society in a meaningful way that uplifts other people, as many people as possible. I don't want to tear down anyone or make people feel foolish because of their beliefs. But I also understand I can't please everyone and not everyone's going to agree with me. But if I can at least uplift as many people as possible, then that that's something worthwhile to chase after. And so I'm, I'm trying to figure out how exactly is the right way to do this? What's going to carry me through? And what's going to let me to continue to be there for my family so that I'm not neglecting them? Uh, I'm trying really hard not to. I tell my try really hard to tell my kids stories every night before bed, like 15 to 20 minutes, just from my imagination. Uh, I've created little stories where I've turned them into characters in the story, and they just, I give them opportunities to interact, almost almost like Dungeons & Dragons. We'll get to a part of the story, and then I'll ask them, well, what, what do you want to do, or what do you want to do? And I'll ask the three of them. My wife takes the baby uh, to bed because he's only 10 months and can't really, uh, take part. But the other ones, uh, they'll, they'll voice what they want to do. And we just have a good time before bed, or I'll try to play with them outside or read books to them. And I don't always do the best job, but I try, I try really hard because I love them. I love my family and I want to take care of them. So that, that's what I wanted to share tonight. I, I appreciate you listening to me rant for a bit. Uh, and I look forward to sharing more of my message with you next time. Thank you.